Hello, it's Gabby here for you. Before we jump onto this week's podcast, I just want to let you know about two ways that you can work with me. First of all, I do one-to-one coaching and I do that via Zoom so we can jump on a Zoom call at a time to suit you. The second thing I've got for you is an online coaching course that's 12 modules that you can download straight away now. There will be a link somewhere around these podcast notes. And this is the course that I've designed and it's got everything in it that I wish I'd have known when I finished cancer treatment and I was lost. So you can download that course now and you can start working towards making this your happiest and healthiest year ever. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello there, it's Gabby here from Confidence After Cancer and I hope this finds you well. In this week's podcast, I'm talking about a subject that comes up time and time again for people when they finish cancer treatment, and that is the subject of, is it difficult to go back to work after cancer treatment has ended? Everyone's different, of course, I'm not here to tell you what to do. For some people, they can't wait to get back to work. It's the sense of normality that they've been missing all the way through their treatment. But for other people, and myself included, there was a time of reflection when I thought, actually, I was very, very stressed at work and did that contribute to my illness? So I had to sort of come to terms with that and think about some strategies and some techniques that I could implement into my own life. And I've learned from other people as well. I've stolen some of their ideas. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. You know, is work a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Are there habits that you can change that make your working life more of a support to you rather than something that's going to stress you and make you ill? And what can we do to change if we want to change? Is is there anything that we can do? So I'm thinking about when I went back to work after my cancer treatment ended 15 years ago now, I was very scared because I was exhausted. I felt as well. I suffered a lot, as many people do with chemo, brain, they call it, brain fog. I felt very fuzzy. I didn't feel sharp enough. I felt like my memory wasn't good enough. And also I was really exhausted, you know, that I've been through the treatment as a lot of people will have that are listening to this. And just the rounds of chemotherapy, the surgeries, anything that goes with the cancer diagnosis, it is exhausting. And so I got to the end of that, almost in a way thinking, right, I cannot wait to put all this behind me now. But also I was thinking the stressed out life that I used to live before my diagnosis, I didn't want to go back to that. I was scared that I'd get stressed again. And if I got stressed again, would I get sick again? So I really took it upon myself to vow to myself, make a promise to myself that I would make changes so I wouldn't get sick again. And for anybody returning to work after cancer, I believe that you have to make changes. You cannot go back to the way that you've worked before. Possibly that undermined your health. Now, in the beginning, I struggled to make the changes. And one of the key things was I had nobody who really understood how important it was for me to make those changes. I had no one around me who had recovered from cancer, who also had a successful career. I didn't know if it was possible. And so that is something that I've got experience of now. It's something that I help people with. And so I'd like to just take you through some of the things that I've done to help me get through that bad time. So as I say, work for many people, is it a good or a bad thing? Well, that's such a personal thing to everybody, isn't it? I'm not here to tell you that work is good or bad. It's what it means to you. And for me and for many people that I know, 
for many years, work was a wonderful part of my life. I worked so hard. I climbed the career ladder at work, you know, the corporate ladder, as they call it. And it wasn't all bad. There was so many enjoyable times. I loved my team. I loved the sense of purpose that I had and the pride that I had in doing a good job. And yes, it's great when you get recognition at work, but that's not always forthcoming, is it? Sometimes you just have to know yourself that you've done a good job. And that pride and that recognition and that sense of achievement, that can be such a boost for people. The other thing that I loved about my job was the sense of community that I had. I worked as part of a great team. And sometimes, you know, working as part of a great team, it it does a lot for your own self-esteem. You know, the give and take in a good team, the support that you've got, getting to know people, you know, you're not always best friends, but if you know people that you work with enough, that you've got that bond, you've got that camaraderie, that's such a supportive thing. And again, when you're off having cancer treatment and you lose that for a while, it can be a real loss in your life. And I grieved that for a while. And so, you know, the other thing that I'd say as well, that the downside to that was I realised when I stopped and when I had to take time out of work, you know, I was always one of those people who took pride in the fact that I never had a day off sick, which looking back was maybe a little bit foolish because I would always battle on no matter how well ill I was feeling I would always go into the office I like to be the first one in the office in the morning I like to be the last one to leave at night and did that do my health any favors possibly not did it do my personal relationships any favors well not really and you know looking back again and I've learned so much about myself in my cancer journey I can realize now that a lot of that came from a sense of me not feeling good enough, not feeling equal to the people that I worked with, and also constantly feeling that I had to prove myself. And that sort of manifested in in me being a real people pleaser. You know, if my boss asked for a volunteer, yet my hand would be straight up. I would always volunteer for more work. I'd volunteer for, you know, a challenge. I thought it, it made me made me feel good to get that recognition and that appreciation from people around me and again looking back maybe that wasn't the healthiest thing for me so I have learned to change a lot of my habits and habits can be changed because we all fall into this way of working or the way of being or the routines that we get into but that doesn't have to mean that they have to be there forever does it okay and so I'm mindful of the serenity prayer and you've probably heard this because it's it's used so often but it's used for a reason because it's such wise words and the serenity prayer is god grant me the serenity to understand the things that i cannot change courage to change the things that i can change and the wisdom to know the difference and we all do that don't we we think oh there's nothing i can do about that it's just the way it is or sometimes people say oh there's nothing i can do about the way that i am i've always been like that and i cannot change Part of the work that I do now coaching people is helping people to recognise maybe their own self-destructive habits that they've had and maybe recognising that we can change pretty much everything we do is a choice. You know, you, you may feel, well, I have to go to work or I have to do something, but we've all got choices in the way that we approach life. We've all got choices in the way that we prioritise our own health our own well-being and instead of putting the job first I have learned to put myself first and sometimes that means now saying no to things I don't feel the energy for things that I think I can't achieve in a reasonable time rather than thinking yeah I'm going to stay late and do that how would it be if you were to say well actually I can't do that in the time that I'm allowed 
and something's going to have to change. Maybe priorities have got to change. You know, habits can be changed. It might take some practice and it might take some planning for you to do that. But habits can be changed. Okay, and I'm here to help with people. I think really one of the things that I I talk about all the time is setting some boundaries in place. And so the three things really that have helped me with returning to work and to enjoy my career, it's not something to be endured now. It's something for me to enjoy and to get fulfillment out of. And those three things are boundaries. Setting boundaries with other people was always something I struggled with, as I've just said, maybe stemming from a place of not feeling good enough, maybe stemming from a place of being a people pleaser thinking that it made me a nice person if I always said yes. It made me a nice person if I pleased my boss and did what I had to do. And now I've no desire to stand out or to be a pain in the backside, but to say, well, actually, that doesn't work for me and I can't really do that. There's nothing wrong with that in setting boundaries sometimes to put yourself first. The other thing that having a cancer diagnosis did for me, if you like, the gift hidden in that horrible time was allowing me to be quite bold and to say, no, actually, my needs come first. I've not been well. Some people call it playing the cancer card. And I won't go that far because, you know, cancer is not something that you play with. It's not a frivolous thing. As we know, it is a very serious thing and it can just ruin your life if you allow it to, I believe. We all choose our thoughts. I've chosen my thoughts to be, well, actually, this has emboldened me to say, no, actually, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. And this is what works for me. And that's not being, being being selfish. And I was always scared of that, of being that selfish person, of being that arrogant person who always put themselves first. And now I'm quite confident to say, no, I've worked a lot on my own self-belief, my own self-confidence. And I've learned lots of tips and techniques that I share with the people that I work with to say, no, this is actually what I need. The other thing I'd come back to is having the right support around you. Now, when I went back to work, as I say, I didn't really know anybody who had a successful career after cancer treatment had finished. And I found that quite frightening and quite lonely to think, oh, you know, can I do this? Can I, can I ask for help? What am I allowed to do? And again, there's lots of things that I can share with you. I know so much more now about how, you know, once you've got a cancer diagnosis, in the UK, you are protected by the Disability Act. And nobody wants to think of themselves as disabled, but actually you have a medical condition and you are protected by law. And so one of the things, for instance, is that you are quite entitled by law to ask for reasonable adjustments to be made to your working patterns. So if you want to work different hours, if you want to change the way that you work, you are entitled by law to make that request. Now, it doesn't always mean that your employer is going to accommodate that request, but they have to consider it. And that is just one of the things that you have to think about. And one of the things that I've learned by talking to other people who've been in a similar situation to myself, and I've learned so much now, you know, the Internet is there for us now. It wasn't so much of a thing when I was first diagnosed, but there is so much information out there. You can find people who have been in a similar situation. You can find out what your legal entitlements are. But you can also talk to other people who've been down a similar path. And that's what I like to do now with the people that I work with. It's very much, you know, holding their hand, being the person that I wish I'd have had when I finished my cancer treatment to say, well, yeah, you can have a successful career. It's possible. You might have to change some habits. You might have to set some boundaries. You might have to change the way that you think about your work. You might have to recognize that something's got to give. 
and running on empty or running a stressful life for a long period of time is not helpful to you. It's not helpful for your personal relationships. And you know what? It's probably not making you as efficient as you could be in your job. So there's something to be said for taking that step back, doing some analysis, working with a coach to work out what is the best way for you going forward. And that's something I'd love to help you with. Uh, I've got a new program that I've been putting together. You know, I'm all about confidence after cancer and people being empowered to be happy and healthy and learn lots of things that they can do to make themselves just live the best life. But more and more, I'm working with people who want to apply that in the workplace and who want to enjoy their careers, who want to get that fulfillment from being the person that they have been from the career that they've built up. They don't have to walk away from it. You know, I do know a lot of people uh, after cancer treatment, either take early retirement or they go into self-employment. And that's great if you're doing that from an attitude of running towards something. But what I would say, if you're running away from something, talk to me because maybe there's something we can do that you don't have to run away in fear, leaving the job if you don't want to leave it. How would it be if you stayed in the job that you have, but you just feel more supportive? You just feel more able to cope with the demands of your job by making some simple adjustments. It might be you need to adjust some things. You need to change some habits. It may be your employer needs to change some things, but you can ask for those things. And I'm here to help you if you need that support. As always, my love, thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. If you can, please leave a review or a like, depending on where you're listening to your podcast. Have an absolutely fabulous week. I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message if I can help you with anything at all. Stay safe, stay safe, take care. Bye-bye.